Hello, this is Lorenzo Della Foresta, and I'm the lead pastor at River's Edge. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this talk inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Today is the continuation of a spiritual conversation that has been taking place between you and Jesus. I'm certain that you'll be blessed by His Word, and I believe that God has great things in store for you because you already belong. Enjoy the message. We're still in our Fresh Start series. Fresh Start is about revisiting our past to uh, be able to uh, better live our future. So that's uh, what this series is about. And uh, the topic of next week also, uh, restoration, will be, uh, will be touching also that past that we want to revisit and be able to obtain restoration. And today, uh, the, is, the, the, the theme is really about regaining or being calm. And, and when I look at my past, uh, and I don't know if it's the same for you, and, I, and sometimes I, I will try to do some, um, to, to probe you uh, from some uh, little survey, maison house survey. Uh, but if it is the same, if for, when I'm looking at my past, one thing that I found is that my journey has not necessarily be a slow and steady and plateau kind of life. It has been built from moments with highs and lows and also some plateaus and obviously punctuated with life events that were um, sometimes really positive and other times uh, that were some kind of a threat and really difficult. So when I look at my past, you can imagine, and I don't know if it's the same for you, it's not long, like a long, steady line. It's punctuated with events, and there is some kind of a growth, I think. I don't think I achieve anything. I would, uh, wouldn't be like so, uh, um, so uh, bold, but... Audacious, yeah, audacious to say that I've achieved something, but I think I'm globally a little better person than I was maybe 30 years ago, 15 years ago, or 10 years ago. And, and so that's, that's my life journey. But to, to be able, and, and uh, is, do you have like some kind of similar life journey with high lows or just a steady line with just thriving, success after success, just yes, I see yes all the place, so great, that message is not for you. Great, you can go right now to the coffee, uh, let's enjoy <laughs> But for those of you, so, so I and low, and sometimes um, we're not choosing what is happening in our life. And these events are sometimes also generating some anxiousness, some, some fear, some stress, and, and, and worries as well when we're in the midst of that of these events. And when we're looking back, revisiting the past, we're seeing also that in these events, We've been able to achieve some growth. Do you see that a painful events in your life that when you get out of that, and it could be a long period also, but when you get out of that, there's lesson in that. There's some kind of wisdom and you've been able to grow. Have you seen anything like that? Have you lived something like this? Yeah. So that's really unfortunate because apparently growth is some kind of sometimes achieve through pain, through, through difficult events, and with difficult events brings 
the stress, the worries, the anxiety, and all of that. So that's really unfortunate because if life was only about experimenting, joy and growth was really only, because, uh, only coming from slow and steady increase, there will be no problem, no challenge dealing with our worries and our stress and all of that because we would achieve growth just by being happy and going with a slow and steady mode. And this is not the situation. Also, one of the things that is super important is that we're living in a world, I don't know if you've heard about that, the expression, the, the VUCA world. It's some, it's some kind of an expression that is referring to the most, um, the, 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 the world that we're living that is really highly volatile, the V standing for volatility in the world, the U for uncertainties, the C, uh, yeah, C standing for uh, uncertainty, complexity, and amb ambiguity. So volatility, uh, uncertainties, complexities, ambiguity. And, and as we, we, we develop as a human society, there is more and more of that VUCA world and, and we're being, being more entangled with what is happening in the rest of the world and we're living that world of increasing complexities, ambiguity and all of that. So not only we achieve growth to pain process and to some uh, challenge into our lives and, 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 and we need to deal with worries and uh, stress and anxiety and all of that, but the world around us is making us and generates in us some worries, some anxiety and some uh, stress as well. So. Uh, for instance, uh, obviously the pandemic, that it's not been like super good on the mental healthness. So who, uh, for who pandemic has been really super positive by raising the end on your mental health nets? Not really a lot of hands raising, eh? So it generated a lot of problematic and dealing with ourselves, sometimes also dealing with the husband and the wife that you were happy to not seeing that often. And now that you're seeing more frequently, same thing with the kids and all of these situations. And, and so it took a toll on us. So that's really the, 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 the situation we're living in right now. And it takes, it, and it, it took a toll on us. And on a statistic, uh, Statistics Canada did a survey recently, uh, and, and eventually we'll be able to show you uh, the slide about that. But basically it's quite simple. Uh, the, the statistic that has been done uh, really mentioned that for coming from 2020 to 2022, the overall mental healthness of the Canadian decreased from 2020 to 2022, according to an auto survey that people were doing. So that whole situation that we're living in right now and the different events in our life is really something that we're all struggling with and that we're not alone with that situation especially also from the, the age group of 18 to 34 years old, that group is really uh, more challenged by the situation because uh, what we're seeing that in that survey is that only 50% of, uh, of this age group is saying that is having like an appropriate mental healthness. So 50 other percent is really struggling with uh, an appropriate balance.
So today's message is really about how do we keep calm in this situation? How do we keep calm with these events that are happening, that we know that will generate growth in our lives, but that we be able to pass that situation without struggling and without also uh, suffering too much in that uh, in, in that period. So, does it is it okay in terms of topics for this morning? Really, to to explore together, how do we keep calm in difficult situation? Ça fait tout du sens pour vous, yeah? Yeah, it's okay, because I have another topics. We can do a recipe for uh, charcoal breast chicken. So that's something that I've prepared. Yeah, so Brian is willing for that second one. So it's kind of a à la carte message today. Okay? Mm -hmm. So about that, um, one of the key mess, one of um, uh, uh, Amazon did um, 2014. Uh, release what was the most highlighted passage in the Kindle ebooks. So, in their platform, Kindles, all the ebooks. So, they release what was the most highlighted passage in all the books. The most highlighted passage was coming from which book, do you think? Yeah, Sept jours. I've heard Sept jours, yeah, which is a revue québécoise. No, it's not that. Yeah, Bible, exactly. <laughs> no, it wasn't coming from Sept jours. Uh, it was really coming from the Bible. And that passage, what it was uh, covering essentially is a passage about our coping and dealing with our worries. It's a passage in Philippians uh, chapter 4, verse 6 to 8, and it really teaches us a recipe to keep calm in difficult situation. So that passage uh, usually is appearing in front, but I'll read it to you right now just to make sure that you know what I'm talking about. And so that passage goes like this. So Philippians 4, 4 to 8. Always be full of joy in the Lord. That's a classic passage that we've heard. And, and, and we'll deconstruct that after, because think about the context also. We're talking about pain and difficulties in our life, experiencing some kind of, sometimes disease, disease, uh, any kind of divorce, difficulties. And then we're reading that one of the key passages to help us cope with that situation, start with rejoice, which make, doesn't make any sense. Okay, it's seriously, it's I mean, I'm more that you're an alien or something or a masochist, but I mean, there's something completely uh, disconnected. So let's, let's, oh, that's amazing, great, I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank guys, can, can we applause the, the super tech team? <laughs> Let's applause another time. <laughs> uh, seriously, uh, they're doing an amazing job yeah, Sunday after Sunday. So let me read it, okay, to you. So always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. And then don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him 
for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceed anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thought on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So that's the passage that uh, I really want to unfold with you this morning. And yeah, it's right there. It's just seek and hide. Seek and hide. I had to play with the games. Oh, that's it. they're playing with me this morning. I'll keep my calm, I promise. <laughs> Hide and seek. C'est ça le jeu à la cachette. Bon. So uh, I really like that. Uh, I wasn't prepared for that. But so about that verse that is really about keeping calm uh, in our lives. Uh, there's a book that I've read a few years ago by Max Lucado that you can see at the next slide. Uh, that book by Max Lucado uh, is called Anxious for Nothing. Okay, and that message also is greatly inspired from, from that book and another one also that you'll see a little bit later. But I, there was a super interesting acronym in uh, that book that I really reminded uh, for the last years that I've read that book. So the acronym is CALM. So that's a really a good word to retain when you're in a state of worriness or, or anxious about something, experimenting some fear. So CALM stands for celebrate, ask, leave, and meditate. And where, where do you find that in the scripture? So if we're coming back to the slide after, after or before the one that there was some, yes, that's one. Thank you so much. So Always be full of joy in the Lord really refers to the rejoice part, celebrate. So the celebrate part is really where you find it in the verse. The tell God what, tell God what you need is really referring to the ask part. The thank him for all he has done is referring to the leave part. Okay, so when you've asked the Lord, then leave it to him and uh, thank him for everything he has done so far in the past. And then finally, meditate, the M of calm, refers to think about, the, fix your thoughts and think about things that are good and beautiful and, and pure and healthy for us. So that's basically what the acronym called stands for. So let's unfold these like quickly this morning. So the first one, calm, uh, in calm is really standing for celebrate. And as I mentioned previously, celebrating in the midst of painful events is totally uh, unnatural. It doesn't make any sense. So why should we force ourselves in the midst of experiencing pain and anxiousness to celebrate God? And why God and celebrate what exactly? Because we're experimenting pain. Doesn't make any sense. You're, you don't have the heart to celebrate anything. You're really filled with pain, sorrow, with, uh, and, and stress sometimes. So why celebrating and celebrating what? And that celebrate part is really anchored in celebrating God's goodness. 
that independently of the circumstances that we're living in, God's God's goodness never fails, never change over time. So that's a solid anchor that we can have in our lives. So then why doing that exercise to stretch yourself, to reach for a celebration in our life, it's exactly to gain some perspective, to be able to see that there is still something that is working well. There is still someone that, is, that has a plan and that is in control, even if things appears to be totally out of control. So that beautiful verse in Lamentation uh, says, says this, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. And look at what uh, Jeremiah is saying. I dare to hope, okay, because he's struggling. The faithful love of God uh, never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercy begins afresh each morning. And this is something that I just want to pause there. We're in the midst of a difficult event. When you're waking up in the morning, what is happening in your head? Is it all kind of a positive and beautiful thoughts and you're at the heart of celebrating? Or if you're like me, There's a hamster that is just spinning 200 miles per hour, racing in all the different scenarios and all the problems and all the things you need to do in the day to be able to. So am I only the only one in that stage? Maybe I should go to the hospital, eh, sister? That's okay. So only one person. Thank you, Brian. Oh, I name your name. Okay, two two person. I won't name your name. Uh, Perfect. So for the two ones, so we'll continue, especially for you. For the others. Keep going, okay? <laughs> seriously, we'll need to talk about uh, after that. About, seriously, I want to know how you're doing that. That's great. But one of the disciplines that I'm trying to do to, to be able to celebrate in the morning is really trying, instead of filling my head already with all the different problems and things that I need to fix, is really to celebrate that his mercy is afresh each morning. So I'm experiencing his mercy once again, and he's still there. Before ever starting my day, having these thoughts filling me out as I enter my day, kind of, and, and you'll see it's a succession and addition of different things and tools that we can add to be able to cope with these difficulties that we have in life. So this one is not the single one, obviously, uh, and it's not because you're going to start your day by saying, oh my God, I'm still alive. Thank you, God, I love you. And then piff, all, uh, all the struggle with stress and anxiety and all of that will, will, will be stopped. Obviously, it's not the case. It's a discipline and it's an addition of different tools that we can implement in our life. So I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good and to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation for the Lord, from the Lord. So that part, even though it's extremely difficult, but it brings the focus on something else than the current difficulties that we are experimenting. The next part is about asking. And that asking part is the one that is probably um, the most obvious one, because when we're experimenting the difficulties, sometimes we have the reflex to call God in the situation. But also, 
where sometimes we could be also in a situation where we're just in some kind of a plateau in our lives or just struggling, but it's, we're struggling so for so long time. For what? Mm. I like that better. So it's water in that, so don't be worried. I won't be over caffeinated this morning. And the previous one was decaf, so it's still okay. <laughs> but still, uh, so yeah, so we're no longer, we're, we're no longer aware that we're struggling. Sometimes, and this is something that's worth to, to, to be think about this morning also, is, I'll, and I'll talk for me also, we're caught in a situation for a long time. And in that situation, we're even no longer praying about because it's kind of the new normal. But still, you're struggling. You're, you're having some difficulties. But it, it, it doesn't come to my mind to ask, hey, Jesus, is this the life that you have in reserve for me? Is this the, the kind of life that you want me to live in? And then sometimes it, it needs to have like a specific event to break that. And then we realize that, oh, my dear, what kind of life I was living for the last few months or for the last few weeks. So the idea of ask is sometimes also, yes, it, when we're experimenting the difficulties to ask help for, from God, certainly. But there's also the part where in a situation where we plateau a little bit in our lives and saying, oh, am I alone in that? And not necessarily, absolutely not. And we can ask specifically God to help us to thrive back and to regain some kind of momentum in the situation and happiness also. Uh, if, and that's a good cue also to see if we're experimenting a season, a desertic season. If, we're, uh, if your happiness level, your energy level, if your relationship uh, at, different, at different part of your life, you are struggling and there's nothing on your prayers list about that, you should add something about this and try to tackle something specifically. And being specific is extremely important, not praying in general. When Jesus was on earth, when he was asking people, what do you want me to do for you? That was the question of Jesus. That Paul, it, it really, what do you want specifically? And so being specific is extremely useful for what? To see the, the hand of God in action. So I do have a prayer register. And I don't know if you're like me, but I tend to forget. Uh, maybe it's another disease that I have also, uh, sickness. Uh, but uh, even though I have my list of prayer pages and pages of prayer topics, when I enter in the difficult season, I tend to forget everything that God has done for me in the past years and really tough season and tough situation that God has helped me to overcome. And I just suddenly Alzheimer, a new situation. Oh, oh, oh God, what am I going to do? It's catastrophe. I, I'm on my own. It's over. What are the solutions? Similar situation, even worse, and still not remembering that. So having that prayer register is something really helpful for me to ground uh, a little bit myself in terms of what God has done in the past. And also the, uh, the, there's many promises in the Bible that we can claim for us and pray about that more specifically. So 
we talk about the celebration part, the celebrate part, the ask part, let's go to the leave part. And the leave part is extremely important. And if you're going to the next slide, you'll see uh, one uh, wonderful passage in 1 Peter 5, 7. Give all, uh, the, the next one, please. Yeah, leave. So it's Philippian. So not that I was ever in need for I have learned how to be content with whatever I had. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So that's a wonderful passage about contentment. Not another one and all these elements that we're looking this morning there's none of them that are easy to apply and as i mentioned it's kind of implemented implementing one of these in our lives at different circumstances in different circumstances <laughs> and building an habit out of that but the leaf part is so important because yes we, we 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 create that distance with our problem by celebrating god and then we ask god to enter and then, and I'll talk for me, I'll ask them, I, I ask God, I pray, and then I keep all my problems with me as if I have never prayed God and I'm not expecting God to act in my life and I still carry on my shoulder the burden of the situation. So there's that part that is really important to, uh, to, to maintain when we have that, when we are in, this, in that kind of situation, to leave our concern, our prayer request to God and really expect Him to act in the situation and not ourselves acting as the same as when we enter in the situation with all these problematic and the, the, the pressure that is on our shoulder and saying to God, I, I, I've celebrated you. I, I, I know that you can, you are in control. I've asked you for that situation. Now I'll leave it to you. I've, and I will do my effort and I'll, I'll still do my best. But ultimately, I know that you're in control and I've prayed for that. I leave it to you. And, and that distance for me, again, is extremely important to create because otherwise I'm the only one that is still in control. And I keep that. It's like God is a fallback plan. Okay, it becomes like the situation, not the ideal situation. So it's just one tools in, in, my, uh, in, my, uh, in my toolbox. God is the ultimate tools. And when we pray for a specific subject, we should leave it to him and not carry him, carry it on our shoulder. And the last one, the tougher one for me, is the meditation part. And the meditation part, if you're going to the next slide, Uh, yes, next slide. All right, perfect. So meditate. And, and, and why meditate and, and meditate on what? Meditate on good things. That's what we have in Philippians. Meditating on good things. What is pure? What is uh, noble? What is positive? And why it is so important? Because we need to be careful about what we think because your thought runs your life as Proverb 4.23 is mentioning us.
That one is the toughest one for me, uh, and I'll explain you why. Because when I'm in a tough situation, I'm anything other than calm, okay? My brain is running scenarios like crazy. I'm looking at all options. I'm trying, I'm also uh, putting myself in question about have I done the maximum? Have I done the good things? Have I said the good things? Could I have could I've done something more? Would I? And, and, and it's really a race in my head about the situation. Like if I was alone, like I explained previously. And so to meditate and concentrate on good things and, and be able to stop my mind and meditate on good things and have a time of prayer with God, with my mind not racing on hundreds of other topics is extremely hard for me. So, and I don't know if it's the same thing for you and that's the, maybe yes, some of you, yeah, a bit, sometimes. So. One of the things that is extremely important with that, uh, it, there is some additional tools that I wanted to share with you this morning, and it's based on a book that I've read a year ago, and you, you can see uh, the slide right here. Um, at the next slide, you'll see the book is Calling Chat. The, the name is Chatter, and it's the voice in our head, why it matters, and how to harness it. So that's the, the challenge sometimes we have when we want to meditate, think about good thing when your, your hamster is racing like crazy, super tough to do. Um, so in that book, there's different uh, tricks and tools and tips that are given. Uh, that, by the way, that, uh, that guy is, uh, is, a, is a doctor, so teaching art, how to uh, be able to uh, harness or taught and be able to manage our conscious mind. So it's not someone that uh, is improvising himself in that uh, domain. So a really interesting book, uh, by the way. Um, so one of the elements, and I've just mentioned a few of them because of the correlation that they have with scripture truth that we have as well. So there's a lot of other truth uh, in, in that, uh, in, in that uh, book, but I've underlined those that were a little bit more uh, where there was echo in the Bible just for sake of uh, being able to, to do the parallel. So the use, the use of distant self-talk and that one, so, so you're in a situation, it's super tough and you're really just doing scenarios and thinking only about that, you're really having a hard time to celebrate, ask, uh, leave, and meditate. And, and, and so using self-distant self talk is really about saying just your name in your head, by the way, saying, Yuan, what are you doing right now? Create that perspective. And now you can say to myself, what, what, what's the link with what we're, we're seeing in the, the scripture? Uh, for instance, in, in Psalm 42, uh, uh, verse 5, the psalmist is saying, Why are you sad, O my soul? Why have you become trouble within me? Hope in God, for I will praise him again for his help of being near me. And, the, and you, you can see uh, a, a different passage in the Bible that I could have found a lot of others where this, the, the author of the scripture are talking to themselves. 
So you're not no longer necessarily in your situation, but you're talking to the you of why are you reacting the way you're reacting? What is happening? So this is a super interesting tool that you can use. The, the broaden your perspective is something also extremely important. And the many passages in the scriptures are referring to don't only consider what you're living, but trust in God that with that situation, he will, he's doing that for your good, like we found in uh, Roman uh, chapter 8, verse uh, 8. Write expressively. That's another one. If you never try to do that, so in the midst of the storm, writing your emotion, what you're feeling, because rational has no control sometimes. So you can't harness that in any way. And again, if you look at the scripture, a lot of authors have, have poured their heart of how they felt in different situations. And that's exactly a tool that we can use also to uh, meditate uh, and be able to pray and be concentrated. And meditation and prayer, we, we can talk about some nuance, but let's say that praying and being concentrated on what we're trying to achieve in our relationship with God. That the, the fourth one was perform a ritual, and that one is super interesting because that's not uh, a book based on, uh, on the Bible. It's really uh, from, from practical science and study. But I really like the performer ritual because uh, it's super interesting in, in, in our, our current world. There's a lot of practices that are taken from spiritual uh, practices and from the Bible that are um, stripped from the Jesus and the God component. So we're taking good habits within the scriptures and the context of spirituality, and we strip the God component. Like performing a ritual, having a prayer time each morning, for instance, or somewhere in your, is really helpful to manage and coping with difficulties. And finally, the increase your exposure to green spaces and uh, seek out uh, awe-inspiring uh, inspiring, uh, experience are also wonderful ways to be able to induce that state of prayer and concentration that we need. So, and again, it's not a hazard if when we're looking at the scripture uh, in, in Romans also, for, for instance, saying that when you're looking at nature, the, the God's perfection are visible to the naked eyes, if you, you're like if we're attracted to that creation and that is a reflection to God. Right here, it's not talking about that, which is pretty good because obviously, and that's something I really, if you're not sure about how God can help you, and if you're not sure where you stand with your relationship with Jesus, you will have great results with everything we've talked so far. So don't be worried about that. The only thing is that with that relationship with Jesus, you can extend the profit and the, the, the value that we will have from these practices. It will, bring the level, it will bring a level of life that is not possible without that. But again, applying this without uh, the, 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 the relationship with Jesus will still give you fantastic results. But I really invite you, if you haven't done that step of faith this morning, Morning, to consider uh, embracing that option. So while the musicians are, uh, are, are, are coming for the, our last song, I just wanted to uh, leave you on one final thought. Uh, one of the things that I, uh, I'm always, yeah, that I'm aiming in my life 
is to have the Jesus behavior when things was out of control. And Jesus' behavior was sleeping. <laughs> okay, so when things were out of control, totally out of control, desperate, Jesus was sleeping. When things are out of control in my life, my sleep is disturbed. <laughs> I'm far from being super, uh, super deeply sleeping. When Jesus was when in his shalup, in his boat with his disciples, and that was the complete, it was the complete treasonous all around them, all around them, what was Jesus doing? Sleeping. Sleeping in the shalup. While every, everybody was panicking, he was sleeping. So one of the things that I imagine myself when I'm, I'm, I'm living these difficult moments in my life, my purpose is to be able to sleep like Jesus. And I imagine myself in the shalup sleeping near him, okay? Because I don't know what he was doing to be sleeping. First, he was super tired, but seriously, he was zero preoccupied by what was happening because he was clearly knowing that God was in control, that nothing will happen to him at this moment. And he was completely certain of those things. So that was his assurance that he carried with him all his ministry long. So that was a strong foundation. Jesus himself was really anchored also in that uh, meditation, that prayer moment. How many times we're seeing in the scripture that Jesus, even if it was frantic around him, he was taking time alone in the desert to maintain that relationship with God, to be able to celebrate him, to be able to ask him what he need, to be able to leave him his concern and renew his strength in him and be able to have that concentration that he needed. And he was going in the mountain, in the desert, in nature, and and all of this also, that, that, that is an echo to what we've seen and what we've measured also scientifically that has good impact. But spiritually, it's even greater impact. So this morning, as a Thanksgiving, uh, in a Thanksgiving Sunday, maybe this message, is, 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 part of this message was for you, and maybe part of this message wasn't necessarily for you, and maybe you're not in a difficult season, but maybe you can think about someone who is in a difficult season this morning. And, and you, no long, you, you can no longer, yes, you can be, these, this message this morning could be helpful for your own life, but we're also called to be an help for people that are adults around us and we we need to consider how can we be an occasion to be a thanksgiving subject from the other so not only we can be thankful that god is with us in our our difficulties and he gives us tool to be able to remain calm in that situation but we can consider also being uh, a thanksgiving opportunity for others around us that needs uh, to be uh, to, to be blessed by this message and these truths. So and don't, so that's something that we don't that we need to don't underestimate. <laughs> so that's mostly what I wanted to share with you this morning. Would you uh, stand with me as uh, we'll finish in prayer? So God, uh, 
thank you for all those patient and uh, really generous, lovely people that are here this morning. Uh, I really want to pray for their ears to make sure that they're not bleeding after speaking English like that for so long. <laughs> no, seriously, uh, God, we're all coping with different difficulties. Some people around us are coping with these difficulties uh, as well. But you're calling us to be master of calmness in these circumstances. We're go- we want to journey with you to become those master in the future. We really want to progress in life. We really want to be able to remain as calm as possible. And please, this morning, what I ask you, Lord, is that for all of us, please help us to grow in one of these areas. And please help us also to take care of those around us. For us being an opportunity to be a thanksgiving subject for the people around us. And for us as well to thank you for all the help and the life that you're calling us to live. So in your name, we pray this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the River's Edge podcast. I encourage you to take the message you have just received and allow it to go deeply into your soul. Let Jesus do the work that only he can do. A heartfelt thank you to all those that generously give to River's Edge and make this podcast possible. You too can be a part of spreading this message and creating life change all over the world by going to riversedge.life slash give. You can also subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. Thanks again for listening and God bless you immensely.